Chris are back, and we're watching the draft. We're three picks in. Yeah, three fairly uneventful so far. Yeah, Dylan Strom just went to the um, for now Arizona Coyotes. Correct. So to the team in transit Coyotes. Yes. So that's going on. A ton of trades to go over today. Um, None involving the Boston Pound. I'm sorry, your team is gone. Yes, so we're going to go over all the trades real quick while we're waiting for picks here. And like I said, we're going to slowly uh, we'll record here and there, and then I'll put all this together, and it'll, look all, it'll sound all nice and good for everybody. So they started off with the goalie domino finally going, with uh, Robin Lanier going from Robin Lanier and David Leguan going from Ottawa to Buffalo for the 21st overall pick. Which uh, that's our I, that's the Ryan Miller pick, right? That's the Ryan Miller pick, to my knowledge. Uh, and I thought that was a massive, in my opinion, overpayment for uh, Robert Lanier. And technically, David Leg wants a throw-in because he was awful last year. Yeah, I mean... Because that's helping Buffalo get to the floor more than anything. It's an overpayment, but I think at the same time, it's not like Buffalo was going to find a better goaltender in the draft 21 or on the market. And that's Close. really... I mean, that's the glaring hole on this team right now. I mean, you knew that Buffalo was going to take Eichel at number two. They've got a Vander Kane. You know, they're, they're building a good group of skaters. They need someone in them. They tanked on the perfect, like, the perfect year. Oh, yeah. And they got, they, uh, they rebuilt their team in two years compared to Blues took, like, six. Yep. So, I mean, it's props I there. I mean, obviously, they, they didn't get what they wanted, which was, you know, they wanted to tank and get McDavid. And somehow, because hockey loves Edmonton, Edmonton gets the first number one pick. Uh, so if you want, you can pre-order the sweet new orange jerseys. They just tweeted that out. Hey, you like these? Pre-order this, since we just drafted the number one guy that everybody likes. Which are pretty sweet. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you get you, you now have a guy in Eichel who's going to be a cornerstone of your team. Toronto kept their pick, so a pick is in. Uh, they are drafting nobody because they have to pay Mike Babcock. Yes. All the money. <laughs> right. They're just going to take that money from a draft pick and give it to Mike Babcock. So that was the first trade that kind of set everything today. We'll do signings in a bit. Um, another big trade, massive trade, which I didn't think was going to happen. Uh, Dougie, he still goes by Dougie. That's going to follow him, I think, the whole, his whole career. Oh, yeah. When you're 35 and you still call Dougie, I think it's going to be an issue. But whatever you want, man. So Dougie Hamilton, who is technically an RFA, did sign apparently, or is close to signing with this team, goes from Boston to Calgary for a number one pick this year, the 15th overall, and two second rounders, a high, the 30, um, like 39th or 38th, and the 50 and a 50 something. Yeah. So I'm basically, that's the that. same return, or pretty close to the return, if he got an offer sheet in that range. Yes. Pretty close. I mean, I think it was like a first, second, and third. I was surprised to see him go, although I, I guess post-fact today it started coming out in the uh, that, news. So I guess he was kind of... He was going to get an offer sheet anyway. He was going to get an offer sheet. He didn't really want to be in Boston. Yeah. Kind of wanted so I don't know if that was damage control or if that was... Uh, Who knows? I mean... 
Oh, pick is in for Toronto. Let's do the little pause and we'll go through this one. Yeah, and they, and also the NHL refer to Florida as a city, so that tells you what we're dealing with right Correct. now, too. We love the city of Florida <laughs> and the state of America. <laughs> ah, Mitch Marner. That's who I wanted. That's why we won the Blues to take. Still. Noah Hannafin is still out there. And What's up, Mom Marner? <laughs> Mitch Marner. That's who the Blues I I really won the Blues to take. I think uh, he would have been a very good add to the right wing for the Blues. Would have gave the Blues two dynamic right wingers, but I knew there was little to no chance of that happening. So Mitch Marner goes to Toronto to deal with that, uh, the craziness there. He goes to hockey purgatory. Yeah. Yeah, he's, I mean, I was watching highlights right now. He's good. He's real good. But he's real small at the same time, too, so who knows how he would have, uh, yeah. He could end up being the Ty Ratty type of guy. Who knows? But, so... And go back to trades for today. So we just talked about uh, that, the Hamilton trade, and another trade where Boston further dismantling their team. Uh, Milan Lucic oh. goes from Boston to now the LA Kings. Oh, that hurts. For a prospect, a number one, and also uh, Martin Jones, which I thought was crazy. Not Mike Jones. No, Mike Jones. Anyway. But uh, so that means Boston now has the 13th, 14th, and 15 picks in the first round. I mean, they're ready to either to rebuild or they can stock up on young players, or they can go out and get some guys or whatever. It's crazy to think about a team being in a rebuild mode who's what three years away from the Stanley Cup. Yeah, uh, yeah, about Colin Miller is their defensive. And talking to our buddy uh, Bobby, who is a yeah. Kings uh, fan who we uh, talked to, met once, and also uh, yep. talked to on Twitter, and uh, he said Miller was the basically their best prospect. Uh, really good. Uh, had 100, won the um, AHL slap shot competition with a 105 mile an hour slap shot. Wow. And can skate very fast, and he said he was he's not uh, sold on the trade. But neither am I. So Boston, I think, goes from having a really bad trade to a pretty good trade. Yeah. So I, it'll be interesting to see if Lucic can mesh with everything that's going on in L.A. Because there's a bunch of big-name guys and personalities out there. And I'm not really sure if you're going to have a Milan Lucic in the same room as a uh, Mar- Marion Gavrick. And also, I'm going to for both the egos to go along with those. Man, guys. Mike Richards' huge freaking contract is still there, too. True. So, and it's a, a lot of stuff going on. So let's see, and let's go with signings now. So we got the first four picks are in. Oh, the last trade that just happened about an hour ago. Um, the Sabers, man, rebuild really? is very quick. They have potential to be pretty decent. Uh, they acquire Ryan O'Reilly from the Colorado Avalanche. Avalanche, man, I, I think like they they're going down a couple pegs this year. Like I, they're they didn't make it last year, but I think. They're looking at the bottom, the, the bottom dwellers for a while. Yeah. They go to the Sabres for Nikita Zardev, uh, Mikhail Gogrenko, J- and JT Kampfer, Kampfer, and the 31st pick. And then O'Reilly and Jamie McGinn go to uh, Buffalo. So I what think do you, I, 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 think Bo- I think Colorado got good value, don't get me wrong. I think so, too. For what they were dealing with. I think... It was time for Colorado to cut ties with O'Reilly. 
he had held that team at gunpoint twice in contract negotiations. From what, from all reports, he was looking for a max contract out of Colorado, and he's good, but he's not that good. Yeah, I was not really. I mean, he's a solid two-way guy and everything, but I think Stastny's better. And so you think about I agree. I mean, what last year he had seventeen goals, yeah, something like that. Goals. Yeah, he was a sixty-point guy. That's fine, but it's not a cornerstone guy that you give a max deal to. Yeah, so um, yeah, so he wants max money, and then, so he might be he has just one year away right now. So yeah. for all we know, that Buffalo, we can go to Buffalo and hate it. Buffalo could just be out. Both him and again, both have contracts that are out. So they might yeah. trade all that stuff for one year. Those guys, but you never know. Oh, Noah Hannafin's pictures on TV. Is yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a widely. He was supposed to be a number three pick for a long yeah. time, and pretty much uh, not happening. So. We'll see how that goes from there. We're not going to keep like going play by play here, so uh, we'll see if we'll see if Hammond goes. The pick is in, so we'll see after this pick, and then we'll go from there. Right now, there is no Blues news really to go over, except no. for their awesome tweet that you might have missed on your way over here. Okay. Uh, they tweeted before the draft. They said, "Really hoping Connor McDavid's available at number 56." That's pretty great. <laughs> so I thought that was really good, and a lot of people are saying tweeted in the night. NBC picked it up and. So that was cool. So I'll give the guy whoever's running the Blues Twitter props. That's pretty great. And then Montreal came back with their, after that happened, and they said, you jinxed it. <laughs> you jinxed it. So really good there. So Pulled the happy billboard. You yeah. ruined it. Yeah, so it's a really – so I'll give them props on that. So outside of that, really no Blues news. A couple of rumors out there. Oshi to Pittsburgh is, was tweeted by like uh, Rutherford, which so I kind of believe that. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Noah Hannafin goes to Carolina. So that's a, that's a great pickup. Yep. For so that's real good. So good pickup for them. Uh, apparently, our, our uh, buddy Jeff Ponder put out there that apparently teams have called by Bowmeister. So we'll see if that's what that goes with me. So who knows there? But we'll go. We'll see what happens. So. Right now, let's top five picks. McDavid to Edmonton, Eichel to Buffalo, Strom to Arizona, Marner to Toronto, and Hannafin to Carolina. So, good play. Uh, good. I think that's good. I think Carolina should be grateful right oh, now. Yeah. Carolina got a steal with their drop. Because they were talking they were going to get Marner and some other stuff, but instead they get him. So. So that was real good. That uh, so yeah, Eichel just gave props to uh, Hannafin there. So we'll see what happens. So maybe the Blues get in the first round. Maybe they don't. If not, I really hope they do something because the fan base is not already. People are freaking out already, man. And I know I'm trying to be patient. People were freaking out earlier this week when the Blues interviewed McDavid. Yeah, I saw that. But they interviewed McDavid, so we thought we were getting McDavid. I was like. That ain't happening. News. No, they keep popping up randomly. Oh, okay, got it. It's not for that. I know they keep that. I should put it in red every time. It makes me think it's wow. breaking. Apparently, oh, never mind. I'm, I'm, I'm stupid. Never mind. Oh, we're good. So anyway, I all right. Said something real dumb. Oh, sorry. We'll, I realized we'll save that for later. I, I was all like, right. wow, everybody who's getting drafted wears number fifteen this year. I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> sorry. It's all good, except for the top two picks. It was right. uh, they no, that. no. Um, well, McDavid had 97, so you didn't okay. see that one. So at least one of them didn't. So anyway, oh yeah, also trade that. I almost completely forgot that it's actually Thursday. Carl Soderberg goes to uh, Colorado, so they kind of lose O'Reilly, and they pick uh, and they actually wind up signing Carl Soderberg to a big contract. 
a five-year deal at 4.75 per year. So big signing there for them. Um, Adam McQuaid looks like he just re-signed with Buffalo. Or excuse me, not Buffalo, Boston for four years, 2.75 per. Uh, so Boston's doing a ton of moves. So hope maybe they're done, maybe they're not. They got a lot of selections to go. Uh, we'll take a break for now, and we will come back to you in a little bit with hope maybe some more trade news. If not, an update on the draft. Yeah, be like world was, star. But that was, that was with animals like dolphins under the sea. Uh, Childish Gambino. It's all it's like world star. It's always talking about like world star to have like clips from world star by guys like beating like like oh dang oh world star. World star. Anyway, all right, we're back. So that was our very ridiculous talk. And uh, so we're picking up from the pick number five. Yep. A little bit of semi-scare from the Blues. Rumors. Well, I guess it's not over yet. Not over yet, but there's rumors of apparently Shattenkirk on his way to Edmonton for the 16th pick and who knows what else. There better have been something. I'm glad it didn't happen, but there, there better have been something else besides the number 16 pick coming back if Shattenkirk was on his way out. Yeah, so nothing happened there. Only one, and then there was a trade for that pick. Yeah. Not the Blues. Uh, the New York Islanders. My man, Garcino. And Garcino picked up the 16th and 33rd picks of this year's draft from Edmonton for Griffin Reinhardt, who was the one of the top picks the last, the last couple of two years ago. Yeah, was he, he was the top fiver. Yeah, he's the top fiver. So uh, I was kind of surprised. But our friend Dominic, we got a, hold, got a hold of him. He likes the trades, and he knows more about that player than we do. So it looks like that's uh, good for them. So. That's the only trade that has happened since uh, like last left there you. There's been some remarkable hair in the draft this year. Yes. This dude. Uh, Thomas. Uh, so they Cabot. Cabot or Shabbat. Shabbat. Let's see. Uh, wow. To it's Ottawa. Like wow. Look at his picture there. Look what he's doing now. Way difference. Yeah. This. The anyway. Picture, he looks shaggy, kind of like Shattenkirk. Uh, he now has. He's sporting a slick back. Mohawk. Shaved on the sides. Shaved on the sides. Party up top and back, but totally slip back. So we'll pick it up from the number. Uh, we just the 18th pick by Ottawa, so we'll pick it up from there. So the recap, top five picks before we just uh, get into it here. He's dressed like he should be getting breadsticks from Olive Garden. Okay, good call. Nice, uh, nice vest. Yeah. Is that a cummerbund? No? Oh, if it was a cummerbund, it'd be like Brom. <laughs> uh, McDavid goes to the Oilers, Eichel to the Sabres, Nilstrom to the Coyotes, Mitch Martyr to the Maple Leafs, and Noah Hannafin falls to number five against the Carolina Hurricanes. So we're going to have number six, and this is where it kind of gets a. Uh, where I kind of. where there's a bit of a drop off. Oh, yeah. And then these two. And still good players, but maybe not guys that are going to step in right away. Yep. Um, or they might be able to step in, but not as big as an impact as an Eichel or Marner or whoever, or McDavid, obviously. So the New Jersey Devils, and, it, and all the top picks really stayed in place. There's rumors of Arizona looking for a trade, Devils might trade down, Columbus wanted Hannafin really bad, but nothing happened. So the Devils pick uh, Pavel Zaka, a center. Yeah. He was ranked eighth in the NHL uh, Central Scouting. He so, was a first-team all-draft hair guy today, too. Yeah. So, uh, Flyers get Ivan Provorov, a defenseman, ranked 7th overall, goes to the 7th pick for Flyers. Possibly Russian. 
More than likely. From the, uh, he was in the WHL, so he's a rookie there, his fourth among points in the WHL this year, and he's one of the better passers in the Canadian Hockey League. So, number eight goes to the Columbus Blue Jackets, and Zachary Wrensky, defenseman. They were looking for a defenseman, and that's what they get, a left-hander. Um, he was the youngest player in the NCAA, but uh, did really well, obviously. Uh, played for Michigan, and Michigan's coach is Red Berenson. Correct. Former Blues, great. They've been there for many years. Uh, San Jose goes a little bit, not off the board completely, uh, Timo Meyer, Meyer, Meyer. <laughs> Can I play a sound bite? This is great. You go for it. So, uh, the, our, the team STL hashtag, our Twitter account, uh-huh. just posted this that says, the Blues trades attempt today went much like this. Hold on, let me hear this. All right. Well, we're on the number nine pick. Timo Meyer went to San Jose. Yeah, so uh, I know that came over well, but a Billy Madison clip there for you. So when you're trying to trade a snack pack. So anyway, for his banana. So number nine, San Jose Timo Meyer. Number ten, Colorado gets uh, Miko Ratanen, right winger. He was uh, the number one ranked European skater this year. So six three, two hundred eleven pound winger, played really well on the World Juniors. So. Wins the board battles, considered the best prospect from Europe this season. So, number 11, the Panthers, the uh, home, I guess, city state team. Yes. Yeah, the city state. The city state. We're not China. Yeah, so they got Lawson Kraus. He is ranked number five on the uh, NHL Central Scouting. He is a left wing, 6'4, 215. So, big dude. So, number 12, Dallas gets Dennis. Guraniev, Guraniev. Let's go with that. Right wing. He's number seven in the on the uh, European ranking for the uh, central scouting this season. Six two one eighty three. Uh, been compared to Valerie Nishkushkin from the, Val- the Dallas Stars. So there you go. So they drafted pretty much the same player. So here's where Boston. It's pretty much the Boston draft, and I've seen mixed reviews online about this. People saying good. People say they blew it. So, Jakob Zobril, a defenseman, uh, central scouting of 12, played in the QMHL last year, uh, 6'1", 184, uh, defenseman. Uh, Jake DeBrusque, uh, he is the son of former NHL player Louis DeBrusque, who was pretty much just an enforcer for all intents and purposes. Yeah, um, yeah left wing, number 19 in uh, central scouting, played in the WHL last year. Then Zachary... Session, uh, uh, He was a right wing, played for uh, Salt Marie, Saint Marie uh, uh, Greyhounds in the OHL. Six one one ninety two forward. Uh, had a deep, you know, that team was built last year, so he was uh, really good on the Salt Saint Marie Greyhounds. And uh, Detroit just made a selection at number nineteen, and it is Evgeny Shishkinov. Sure. Yeah, I'm more up struggling with games today. I think he might be Russian too. Just maybe. So yeah, so 
it looks like uh, the, <laughs> that's funny. They messed up on this. So number sixteen that we just talked about was traded from Edmonton to the New York Islanders. Yep. This is technically the Pittsburgh pick. So Pittsburgh traded this. This is the uh, David Braun trade. Right. So it went to Edmonton. Now it's to Islanders, and they take a Matthew Barzell, who was uh, ranked eleven. A lot of, they were raving about him. Bob McKenzie saying it was a steal so far for he fell this far. So he but he missed three months because he had a fractured kneecap, so maybe that's why he fell. But he returned from the WHL playoffs, had some had uh, four goals in six games, so uh, it might be a steal for them. Winnipeg Jets get Kyle Connor, ranked number thirteen in uh, the Central Scouting. He's a left winger, played for the USHL Youngstown Phantoms. 56 games, 34 goals, 46 assists for 80 points. So, going to be a really good pickup for the Winnipeg Jets. And let's see, we have a couple more picks. They're on number 19 pick right now. So, here we go. Seven, that was 17 to Winnipeg. I was talking about the Senators pick, Tom, Thomas Chabot, Chabot, Chabot. Defenseman, ranked number 16 overall. He put the St. John Seahawks at the QMHL last year. 12 goals. 29 assists for 41 points. 6-1, 180-pound left-handed shooting defenseman. Uh, we just talked about this literally just happened seconds ago. Detroit drafted Evgeny Shishkinev, left winger, ranked number 17 in the Central Scouting. He looks like he's 11 years old. Yes, he looks very baby-faced. Kate Brenton, Screaming Eagles. Old fighting Screaming Eagles on the QMHL. Trade news. Oh, never mind. I keep falling for that every time. Yeah, they have the trade news at the bottom. And it's in red. Yeah, so it makes you think like something's coming out right there, but it's just stuff that's happened throughout the day. Uh, so, yeah, Evgeny Shishkin, left wing to Detroit, 6'2", 189, left-handed left winger. Uh, played pretty well last year. He likes the physical game, so that could be something. Uh, help the new coach, Jeff, let's say Blaschel. Is that it? I think so. Since uh, Babcock is not there anymore, so who knows if that he could influence that pick. So we're at 19 now. So like I said, we'll on keep the clock, but it's sort of wild. The wild at number 20. So we'll see what happens next. Um, Blues, from all intents and purposes, are pretty quiet right now. So. And I would expect at this point, there's really not many trade partners out there left. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, I would imagine that you're not going to see the Blues pull the trigger on anything in the first round at this point. Yeah, I think if you're going to trade, it's going to be a player-for-player player trade now. So pretty yeah. much the rumors were out there today saying that he really didn't want any picks. So he really wants to do player-for-player player trades, which are hard to do in the salary cap era. So we'll see what happens. So uh, I admit I'm slightly disappointed. But, I mean, I mean, I don't want to make a trade just to make a trade either. So I agree. So we'll wait and see uh, how things happen. So uh, 11 more picks left. You never know. I mean, you could get a low pick thrown in with maybe a pretty decent player. Who knows? Um, I'm hoping that maybe they look. Uh, a lot of teams have traded their number one and two picks for this year. Uh, Edmonton did that, you know, so they're out of the. Uh, Calgary is, did that too, so they might be out of all the goaltending stuff. I am still a firm believer that I really will, uh, wouldn't mind seeing Camp Talbot brought in. Over, okay over, over Brian Elliott right now. I just think uh, Talbot's got a higher ceiling right now. We know what Elliott is, and I think Talbot could be an upgrade over that. The question is, what does New York want? Who knows? But the rumored Oshie, Nash thing, who knows? Maybe Talbot's thrown there too. Who knows? 
But we'll go from, we'll see what happens. Any more, I'm, see, phone. I don't see any more rumors right now. Um, so, looks like all fronts are quiet right now. So, like I said, we'll be back with a wrap-up of the draft in a little bit. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. That's not the only thing we had to do tonight. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good comedy. The way that ended was great. Yeah, so we're back at the, now the end of the draft. Uh. Um, so... Oh, good times. So it's been a very good. Me and Chris pretty much while watching Twitter all night. It's been very funny. Uh, Blues Blues fans being me- mega upset, and other you know, other fans just you know draft coverage and other stuff. So it's been good. So <laughs> so we'll, 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 there's been a lot of good tweets and follow follow us at, at Blues Hockey NHL yeah. or look at Chris's Twitter at Hospalooza. Very good tweets tonight from both of us, I think. <laughs> uh, also, uh, at, at um, our dear friend Jeff Ponder, at jponder94. Yeah. And uh, he's had some good ones tonight, too. So um, we'll recap the rest of the draft. Picks 20 through 30. Um, we finally found out what number 30 is for that 45 seconds. Well, I, I don't know who he is. I know he likes to eat. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll just, we'll just get to that one because that cracks me up. So, no, so basically the 29 pick is traded to the Islanders. The Islanders bake their pick, and all of a sudden we're watching track and field. We're watching the racing. It's like, um, so they basically skip Arizona's pick to show track and field. We're talking about track and field on a, at 9.30 central time. Oh, on a Friday night. Like, who is, like, tuning in or taping this? Not many people, probably. Unless you're family. Yeah, and they skip the end of the draft. So people wonder why people hate NBC's coverage of things. And this is one of the reasons why this shows you where the NHL stands in sports. Yeah. It just... The, the best thing you you never would see this in the NBA draft. With yeah. ESPN, you never would see this with the NFL draft oh, on the ESPN. You know, baseball draft really isn't not a thing. Football. It's not tell. It is right. I think MLB Network they do right, stuff, but right. it's not. It's not as big of the four. Um, this is probably out of the four. It's probably number three. Is the yeah. NHL one, and you cut your coverage one on a pick f- one pick short because of time constraints. The best part is like as soon as it happened, Twitter erupted, which is fantastic. Like, everybody was tweeting at NBCSN. So I, I, as soon as the first yeah. race ended, they. Again, with no warning or nothing, just cut the feed back to the draft. Yeah. Like just just as as quick as they cut away, they cut back. Yeah, and it was uh, Merkley who was the pick, which people were pretty much on Twitter. A lot of people were saying, and then a couple of trades. So let's go through picks real quick, and then we'll talk about trades. Uh, number twenty was Minnesota Wild, and they get Joel Erickson Eck. A center, uh, number four on the European Central Scout, uh, NHL scouting on the European side. He is a center who played in Sweden last year and 34 games, four goals, two assists. So interesting there. So does the back of his jersey say Eck? Eric, probably Eric. Probably Eric is my guess. That's fake name. Fake name? <laughs> oh, fake name. Uh, Auto Senators at number 21, the pick they got from Buffalo in the Robert Lanier trade. Yeah. Uh, Colin White, a center, ranked 29 on the uh, Central Scouting. He is a center, front, played with the the USA under-18 team, 54 games, 23 goals, 32 assists, uh, compared to Patrice Bergeron, so it might, so it might be a good pickup for them. Uh, Washington Capitals had an interesting pick here. They got Ilya Samsonov, a goaltender, number one on, for goaltenders on the European side. 
Um, he played under former St. Louis Blues coach Mike Keenan for Metallurga Megan Menegorgiskis. And won their league, right? Yes, and they won that league yeah. year. So uh, he was the backup that year. So he was 6'3", 200-pound, big goalie. Thing is, he is signed through 2016-2017. So he will be over here for at least three years. Yeah, but I think those KHL contracts are very easily broken. Well, you never know. I mean, like, you know how his is structured. Some of the guys structured as to get out, you know, but he yeah. could not. So number twenty-two was Brock from uh, four Vancouver Canucks. Brock Boiser, right winger, ranked number twenty-seven in Central Scouting. Uh, like I said, right winger for the Waterloo Blackhawks of the USHL. Fifty-seven games, thirty-five goals, thirty-three assists for sixty-eight points. Compared to his two-way style, compares to Kyle Okuso, who did not get traded tonight. No. Number 24, uh, Flyers move up to acquire this pick. And it's Travis Concerny, a center. He played for the Ottawa 67s, the OHL. 60 games, 29 goals, 39 assists, 68 points. Uh, so I think I'm like down these guys is like I'm just not as familiar. I was, I'm pretty good on the top 10. So number 25, Winnipeg Jets get Jack Roslovich. That is the Ryan Miller pick. That is just is right. That went to Buffalo and then went to the Vander Caden trade. So this is, I guess you could say, the Blues might have gotten. So center, 30, uh, ranked thirty nine in the uh, Central Scouting. Played for the USA eighteen under eighteen USHL team. Fifty seven games, twenty one goals, forty six assists, sixty seven points. They're apparently the first player to be drafted out of, out of Columbus, out of Columbus, Ohio. So. No. Uh, Montreal Canadiens select Noah, Noah Juleson, a defenseman, uh, ranked 22 in Central Scouting, 68 games for the Everett Silvertips of the WHL, 9 goals, 43 assists, 52 points. Ducks, Anaheim Ducks get Jacob Larson, defenseman, uh, played as the European number 3 ranked defenseman, played for Frolunda, Sweden, 30 games, 8, assist, eight goals, 11 assists, uh, big 2A defenseman. Uh, 28 Islanders get Anthony Belavere, left wing, third ranked 33 in central scouting, strong 2A skater for the Seanigan Katakursinks, whatever, man, bad at names. 67 games, 42 goals, 52 assists. That is a ton of points. Uh, 29, the Blue Jackets traded up from where Toronto actually was at, and they grab Gabriel Carlson, a defenseman. He is number ranked two defenseman on the European side. 6'4", 183-pound shutdown defenseman for Likoping Junior of the Junior Swedish League. 39 games, zero goals, seven assists. The last pick, which we didn't see, was Nicholas Merkley, uh, ranked 23 in Central Scouting for the Kelowani Rockets. WHL, 72 games, 20 goals. 70 assists, wow, for 90 points. Real small, 5'10", 191 pounds. So that is the end of the first round. And fun fact, he likes ice cream sandwiches. He's won everyone before every game, apparently. That's that's the only thing NBC cut back to tell us. And him putting on the new Arizona uh, Coyotes jer- jersey. So Which, that. also fun fact, the Arizona patches on in Velcro. <laughs> Rip those things off, ship it all out. Replace it with the new city probably next week. <laughs> True. 
So that is all of the draft. Uh, breaking news. Uh-oh. The St. Louis Blues have tweeted out. They promised that they were going to draft hockey players tomorrow. Yeah. So no action for the Blues. I got to admit the one thing that came out tonight, the Blues Twitter, very uh, very funny tonight. I'll say that at least. The limited amount they could put out there. And, you know, with McDavid tweet earlier and then this one. So, you know, Blues fan, all you got to do is look at the temperature of Twitter at least. I mean, mind you, that's not oh, yeah. the best thing to go. I would say 90-ish, per, uh, maybe let's, let's say that. Let's say an 80% range of pissed off Blues fans. Yeah. And I have not ventured onto uh, STL Today oh, forums no, yet. There's no need to go there. Or I, I was told apparently through uh, our uh, one of our listeners, Redbeard, to uh, check out Reddit, the sub no. category. Apparently, that is not good either. Apparently, he's almost as bad. Sly, he said bad as an entertaining. Oh, I'm sure it's very entertaining. You know, I, I get Blues fans being upset, but at the same time, I'm glad that the team didn't force a trade just to make what happened and appease the fans. You know, it, it, it seemed like the Blues were desperate to get a first-round pick. It didn't happen tonight, that's fine. But when you start hearing names like Kevin Shattenkirk thrown around in possible trades, and then towards the end of the first round where it's like, well, maybe we can ship Oshie somewhere just to get a first-round pick. Look, man, I'm all for change, and I agree that change needs to happen. But change for change sake is foolish. We, we have assets that are worthy assets, and you don't want to undervalue them just to appease the fan base and get a number 29 or number 30 pick in the draft. I'm not saying that, you know, Oshie should have been for a lottery pick, but I would like to see in the case of TJ Oshie, not just a pick, but hopefully, you know, a a player come back as well, a player of a decent caliber. So I, I am happy that when it became apparent that the Blues weren't going to really get a pick, and you and I both kind of drew that line at, at the second Edmonton pick. That if it wasn't going to happen there, there really wasn't another trade partner that we thought we could get value out of. I'm glad that they they didn't force that trade. Yeah, no, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with uh, keeping players when there's nothing there. I mean, there's no point. Like I said, I I, I would like change. But I also don't want to just force anything to happen. <laughs> Sorry for watching. I turned up uh, our one of our favorite episode of the league. This to cheer ourselves up. Yeah. So anyway, that's pretty much a wrap of our draft kind of coverage right now. So we're not going to do anything for round two. We'll uh, we will uh, come to you after after a week of a. Uh, Oh, unrestricted free agency. So after the holiday, we'll uh, so um the sixth, seventh, the week after that. So it'll be the fifth on that Sunday. We'll yeah. go because I'll be unfortunately I got stuff going on. So the twelfth. So the twelfth will record. Hopefully we'll have some blues news to talk about. Well, then we'll have some of the blues because they are apparently they are we'll drafting. Draft they are drafting players tomorrow. Unlike tonight, they will draft hockey players tomorrow. And uh, and it will go from there. So. Talk about the rest of the draft, any trades, anything in unrestricted free agency. Uh, honestly, you won't hear from us until unless something big happens, pretty much. Yeah. And if not, you'll see us around training camp time. Probably like a month or so off, month and a half, two it's months. Coming. Phrasing. And uh, after that, we'll be uh, 
Opening night, October 4th. Yeah, October 8th. 8th. And it's Edmonton. That was the other thing we didn't talk about. That's the only Blues news we really could talk about was just uh, Blues schedule was released this week. Um, the we whole get, schedule. We so, get the debut of Christ McDavid. Yeah, so we get to see Connor McDavid in the for his first NHL action, which will be cool. So um, now we definitely, I think, draw fans for sure. But uh, the Blues have some fortunate stuff this year. They do not have many early games. They have a lot of games in. They have eleven home games in December this year, which is normally their kind of good drawing time. So that could help them this year. But the but also the other problem is they have a ton of games in, which is like a fourth of their home schedule. They have barely have any games in March and April at home. Well, they're usually on the road quite a bit in March anyway because of uh, the Missouri Valley Conference. Basketball yeah. So there. there's the the big city. They always have like about five or six game uh, yeah. road one there, which they do have one. They have one to start season. They're at home for the Edmonton game. They're gone. For they're gone weeks. for they're gone for six games after that, which yeah. is crazy. So on the road after that, but it's nice to get maybe that big road trip out of the way to start. Sure. And then you're at home. Then in the month of December, man, you're home so much. That's a month that if you say you're not playing as well, or you maybe you've played over what you've been playing, that December might be a chance for you to pull away. I agree. So uh, that would be a big month for the Blues and their schedule. Uh, that you have a couple of road games that are nearby for once. Um, I mean, outside of Chicago, obviously. That you have Saturday national games for once. So one in November, one in uh, February. So I believe we have preliminary talks of going to the November game, which is yeah. November 7th. Yeah, I want to make that happen. So that more than likely happened because I have one out of town thing I can pretty much do at the end of this year since we're uh, yeah, stuff going on that I don't want to divulge. But you know, this uh, so I can do one out of town thing, and the one concert I want to go to with Chris is October third, yep. which would still be awesome. That's, you know, that's preliminary talks are happening right there. Yep. Uh, just like how Armstrong is probably preliminary talks with other things. So who knows? Everybody. Everybody. So my mine will produce something though. Correct. His man. A lot of so nothing ever happened all night. Apparently Bo Meester was out there. Shag, pretty, pretty much everybody but Tarasenko and Schwartz is pretty much yeah. Petrangelo. I think we're the yeah. It's true. pretty much out there for trade. And there were a lot, a lot of big names thrown around that we didn't expect. Like we expected to hear Oshie's name thrown around. We expected to hear Bergman's name thrown around. Uh, I was kind of surprised to hear J Bo thrown in. I really I was, was very shocked when I heard Shattenkirk's name brought up. That people, man, I mean, a lot of you, including us, were not happy about that. I mean, if you deal Shattenkirk, you better get a lot back, a lot back. If you're honestly the only one, I really kind of want you to uh, do is uh, if you had traded defenseman, it'd be like. Bo Meester is my only one just because they were rushing it last year. I'm convinced that it was a one year thing. I agree. I think he was hurt more than we But if I was but if I'm wrong, you know. Yeah. He's got that big cap head for another four years. If you can get rid of like twenty million dollars to somebody, that's a huge that's a huge relief right there. And that's you know, and you gotta think that once he's gone, if he's gone for some reason, more likely Bergen will be gone. You're talking almost ten million dollars in cash right there. Yeah. And use that for re-signing both uh, Tarasenko and uh, Allen, and probably Bortuzzo for that amount, that ten million dollars. The problem is you got to fill those spots. So your left-handed defense is not looking good, though. If Gunnarsson's your top left-handed D, that's an issue. Yes, and I, I agree with that. So that's uh, unless you're getting. You have to think McCulloch is not coming back because the market's going to be crazy on him. 
Yeah, because the guys are getting filled up now. Like the other, I thought, I thought top defenseman is out there. I was, I thought McQuaid would have been up there, but he did not get as much as I thought it would. Two point seven five for over a year for four years. Excuse yeah. me. But yeah, so a lot of uh, interesting stuff went on. But overall, I would say that draft, as like you could tell by my yawn, overall pretty boring. If you're a Blues fan, it was pretty boring. Yeah, a lot of like different fans. Uh, apparently, Toronto fans are apparently pissed right now because you know, but they didn't. They just kept trading players. They didn't. They were expecting them to trade up and get like a big name player, and then it didn't yeah. happen. I would say that the day's big winner is the Buffalo Sabers. Sabers are going to be a fun team to watch next year. Draft and trades, they get a lot of big moves today. Yeah, so I'm very interested to see that team next year. That would might be my uh, extra team I kind of watch. I usually watch like one Eastern Conference team. Yeah. Like if the Blues aren't on one night and I'm kind of bored, I usually I might get the NHL package again. I haven't decided yet, but if I do, like the Buffalo Sabers might be the team that I uh, watch because they're going to be. It might. I mean, they're going to be a fun team to watch. They got guys that are. They'll have, like, Eichel, who's pretty good, decent two-way player. O'Reilly's more of a two-way center than anything, but he has a little bit of offensive upside. Um, man, and then uh, Kane is going to be fun to watch if he's fully healthy. Yep. It's that defense that worries me. The I think Lanero will be fine. He'll be just as good as, like, an Elliott in goal. So he'll be fine there. It's that defense that worries me. you got Bogoyzin back there, and that's about it. And Josh Georges, and that's it. So, anyway... Finish watching this episode, and then we'll be out the rest of this one. But anyway, so we'll be back soon. Uh, go ahead if you want to tweet us at Blues Hockey NHL. Uh, Chris's. Is Matt Mine's at JPM Blues Fan 21. Uh, Facebook, look up Blues Hockey uh, Podcast. Uh, also, if you want to check out uh, Melissa's, she's got some very good pictures this week. Indeed. So, at Melissa Nicole. Uh, Melissa Nicole on the Facebooks and the Instagrams. <laughs> you rascal. So anyway, good stuff. So, yeah, we're done. Sorry, I'm just rambling. I'm just so tired. So, thanks for listening to this uh, podcast. It's be a little, might be a little choppy because we're recording this at some different, different, uh, different times where we were awake, half awake, and barely awake. Right. And there's really nothing to so. so so thanks for listening. I hope we Yeah. So we'll see uh thanks for following us on all the social media as we just said. Thanks for listening. Uh, like I said, we'll be back the week of the twelfth. That week we'll be putting this out. And then uh after that we will be uh like I said, done. Yep, the dog days of summer are here. And we'll have uh, some kind of announcement about the future of the podcast then and let you know. Once we figure out logistical stuff. Alright, talk to you guys later.